0: It's Championship Week. Do the Cowboys have what it takes to knock off the Longhorns and prevent them from winning the Big 12 Championship? I'm Matt Jordan. Welcome into the Pokes Podcast, part of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. Mike Gundy and the Cowboys have made their second Big 12 Championship in the last three years. This time, can they win it? Can they win the Big 12 and stop Texas as they're heading out the door to the SEC from winning the Big 12 championship in their final season in the conference. Before we get into that, the Big 12 has announced their all Big 12 first and second teams and their Big 12 awards for the season. So want to kind of hit on what Oklahoma State players got those and some of the other uh, notable ones as well. Ollie Gordon is the only first-team offense for Oklahoma State, a unanimous selection. Dylan Gabriel wins for quarterback. Taj Brooks, the other running back. Uh, UCF's Javon Baker Drake Stoop from Oklahoma and Xavier Worthy are your three wide receivers. Oklahoma State had one on defense as well. It goes to linebacker uh, Nicholas Martin. Pretty obvious choice there. Uh, Devondre Sweat, who's going to be tough. Byron Murphy the second also going to be tough. Both for Texas coming up in this matchup for Oklahoma State. Uh, Billy Bowman for OU and Danny Stutzman from OU both also uh, making it onto that. All S- Big Twelve second team. Uh, Oklahoma State's wide receiver Brennan Presley was the only offensive one for Oklahoma State. And then Alex Hill was all second team as well. And then on the defensive side of things for the Cowboys, linebacker Colin Oliver is the only one represented there. Uh, Any other notable ones, Ethan Downs from OU, Austin Moore from Kansas State, Khalid Duke from K-State, and then... uh Let's see. Texas had another one in Jotty Barron. So that's some of the notable ones for the all Big 12 first and second team. And, of course, Oklahoma State with a number of players represented as well. Five total players across the two teams. Uh, And then when you look at the Big 12 awards, a couple of people, or I say people, uh, one player, and then Coach Gundy wins Coach of the Year, Big 12 Coach of the Year. And then Ollie Gordon was the offensive player. Of the year. Pretty no brainer. Uh, Ollie Gordon is the third Cowboy to capture Offensive Player of the Year, joining Chuba Hubbard and Justin Blackman, all three of whom were honored in their sophomore season. This is the fourth time a running back has won the award in five seasons, joining Hubbard and Brees Hall. Uh, Hall won it in 2020 and 2021. And then, like I said, Mike Gundy is the Big 12 Coach of the Year. This is the second time in three years that Coach Gundy has won this award. He won it in 2021, now again in 2023. He also won it in 2010. Mike Gundy joins Matt Campbell, Bill Snyder, and Bob Stoops as the only three-time winners of the award. So big deal for uh, Coach Gundy, who's been one of the uh, better coaches in the Big 12 since he took over uh, way back in the 2000s. So congrats to Coach Gundy. To Congrats to Ollie Gordon. Some of the other uh, award winners for the uh, Big 12 All-Conference Awards, uh, Devondre Sweat of Texas wins Defensive Player of the Year. Is really a guy that Oklahoma State's going to have to be wary of come uh, Saturday's championship game. Uh, Offensive Newcomer of the Year goes to uh, Adonna Mitchell of Texas as well. So Texas getting a couple of there. Uh, Austin Booker is the Defensive Newcomer of the Year from Kansas. Uh, Rocco Becht is the freshman of the year on offense for Iowa state. The defensive freshman of the year is Anthony Hill of Texas and Ben Roberts of Texas tech special teams player of the year. Austin McNamara of Texas, the punter. And then Cooper Beebe is the offensive lineman of the year. The defensive lineman of the year goes to Byron Murphy of Texas. Like I said, Mike Gundy, and Ollie Gordon are your coach and your offensive players of the year. So, uh, Cool deal for those Oklahoma State players who were recognized. Of course, Ollie Gordon's been one of the best players in the country. Best, he is the best running back in the country. He's gonna. He was nominated for that award. He will win that award, um, and then has a chance. We'll see if he's invited to. The, uh, the Heisman ceremony. There's a chance. There's a chance. He's only a sophomore, so definitely going to come back next year and uh, be dominant for the Cowboys again. But uh, definitely has an opportunity if he improves to put himself in that category. So, now, let's take a look here at this Matchup between Texas and Oklahoma State for the Big 12 championship. Again, this is Oklahoma State's second Big 12 championship game appearance in the last three years, losing to Baylor uh, one yard, a literal yard short of winning that game and playing in the college football championship uh, series, the Final Four. They would have been part of that semifinal had they won that game, but they don't. They go on to beat Notre Dame, have a really great year. Then they fall off last year, but now they've rebounded a bit. Uh, Not the same things on the line for the Cowboys as there was back two years ago, but there is certainly... Uh, a lot on the line for Oklahoma State and the rest of the Big 12 in this matchup between the Cowboys and the Longhorns. Uh, as we take a look here at this game, Texas is 11 and one. They're eight and one in conference play. Their only loss is to OU. Oklahoma State is nine and three with a 7-2 and conference play. Their losses to South Alabama, Iowa State, and UCF. Uh, last week, Texas won their game big, 57-7 over Texas Tech, and Oklahoma State escaped in overtime, beating BYU 40-34. Uh, Texas currently sets at 7, and Oklahoma State at 18 in the college football playoff poll, and Texas leads this series all-time 26 and 11, but Mike Gundy is 9-9 and in his career against Texas. He's 6-3 and on the road in Austin. Now, this isn't in Austin, but it is being played in Texas, and Oklahoma State won the matchup last year. It was kind of the last big win for the Cowboys before their season kind of fell off a bit, but they were able to beat Texas last year uh, 41-34. to Texas opened up as an 11-and-a-half point favorite. But the line has moved to now fourteen and a half. So Vegas is heavily favoring the Longhorns in this matchup. Uh, and it has grown since opening again eleven and a eleven and a half, now fourteen and a half, which I'm really shocked by. Uh, Texas is good. Oklahoma State has looked a little rocky, especially since their big bedlam win. But they're two and one since that big bedlam win. They are back in this game and Oklahoma State, and historically under Mike Gundy, play up or they play down. And they'll have to play up in this game against Texas. So I I think it's going to be much closer. I would hammer that if you are someone who likes to bet. I'd hammer that uh, line Oklahoma State's cover all day long. I do expect this game, despite... Texas having a pretty good defense, I do expect this game to be fairly high scoring. Uh, so looking at the Cowboys heading into this matchup, again I mentioned they're 9-3, 7-2 and in conference play, coming off a two-overtime win against BYU, a game they won 40-34, to and again it was one of those games, and I, I've talked about it a lot, and it's not going to work quite like it did against BYU against Texas. But Brian Nardo all season long has been fantastic at second-half adjustments. The Cowboys got down 24-6 to at the half and only allowed three points in the second half and then gave up the seven in OT. But unfortunately for them, the three points came in like the final seconds that forced overtime. But the defensive adjustments and the defensive play from the Cowboys – kept them in it enough for Oklahoma State to score 21 points unanswered in the second half and come away with the victory against BYU, forcing overtime to do so. Oklahoma State would score the first six points of the game, then a 24-0 run by BYU. Oklahoma State would answer with a 21-0 run themselves, then BYU would add the three right before the end of the game to force the overtime uh, thanks to an Oklahoma State missed extra point that uh, left left the game a three-point game. Had they kicked the extra point, BYU would have needed a touchdown and could have won the game rather than forcing overtime. But they get into the field goal range. Uh, it was the best they'd looked all second half and uh, they did force overtime, but Oklahoma State was able to escape thanks to a turnover in OT number two after the Cowboys scored their touchdown but failed their two-point conversion, again, winning that game 42-34. It was another great game by Ollie Gordon. Five rushing touchdowns, 166 yards on 34 carries. They leaned on Gordon like they have all season and he came up huge the biggest coming uh with those two touchdowns late in the game he had the go-ahead touchdown in the fourth quarter and then had the big uh touchdown one of the craziest plays i've seen uh gordon turned what would going to be a five-yard loss into a game-winning touchdown he got hit bounced back five yards shook it off and then into the end zone as he leapt. Uh, There was a a fun picture of his leap into the end zone, matched up with a Barry Sanders leap into the end zone. A lot of comparison to what those two have done in, in these seasons. Not to say that Ollie Gordon is anywhere as talented as Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders is one of one. Ollie Gordon is great, but Barry Sanders is one of one. But Ollie has done some things that haven't been done at Oklahoma State since Barry Sanders, which is saying a lot because you've got uh, you know Justice Hill, Chuba Hubbard, um, Vernon Marinci, uh, Tatum Bell, just to name a, a few uh, backs there, Jalen Warren, like guys that have been really good as running backs At Oklahoma State, but Ollie Gordon's doing things that hadn't been done since Barry Sanders, which is impressive. Thurman Thomas, uh, another guy that has been. An Oklahoma State running back. Uh, receiving wise, it was Leon Johnson, the third. Big game from him. Nine catches, 132 yards. Brian Presley had nine catches as well, 90 yards. Bowman didn't throw a touchdown. Did throw two interceptions. Threw the ball 47 times. 321 yards. 31 uh, completions. But uh, he's going to have to watch the turnovers. It's been one of his biggest issues this season is turning the ball over. When you look at what he's done this year as far as touchdown-to-interception ratio because Ollie Gordon is so good. Bowman's not throwing a lot of touchdowns. Ollie Gordon is running for a lot of those touchdowns, Uh, but Bowman has not been good when it comes to throwing interceptions. He has turned the ball over uh, quite a bit this year. Uh, Bowman has 10 touchdowns, 11 interceptions now. Uh, So that touchdown to interception ratio Is not good On the ground, Gordon has 1,580 yards, he leads the nation in rushing 6.4 yards a carry He has 20 rushing touchdowns He is this team's Offense, and they are going to need him against Texas. Uh, He is definitely one of the players to watch, uh, one of the key players for the Cowboys, uh, because, of course, he's the offense. We've talked about it. Uh, Gordon leads the Big 12 in rushing yards, rushing yards per game and yards per carry. In the comeback win against BYU, Gordon, again, 34 carries, 166 yards. And five rushing touchdowns. He had both rushing touchdowns in overtime. And so they have to, if he plays well, Oklahoma State can win this game. If Texas, who has the fourth best run defense in the nation, not just in the Big 12, the best run defense in the Big 12, the fourth best in the nation, if they can slow him down, they can stop him, then it's going to be tough. And it starts with that defensive line led by Sweat. And young But if Ollie can get going And Alan Bowman Can just not turn the ball over Manage the game Not turn the ball over If he can do what he needs to do Pick up first downs through the air When he needs to Not force anything And just play a good Clean game Oklahoma State can win this game They can win the Big 12 championship. They can ruin Texas' season by keeping them out of contention for the college football playoff. Because if they're, they're winning this, if they win this, if they win the Big 12, they're certainly in a place to have an argument to go, to be one of those four teams to go play for a national championship. But Oklahoma State could definitely spoil that for them. When you look at this Texas team, they are led, of course, by Quinn Ewers. He is their uh, stud at quarterback. They did suffer uh, an injury to the running back position. Jonathan Brooks got hurt early in the season. They used a three-headed monster. It was a blowout game, but they used three guys that have seen some play this season. Uh, C.J. Baxter... Uh, has 116 carries for 552 yards. Jaden Blue has 46 carries for 306 yards. And Savion Red has uh, 25 carries for 112 yards. But when you look at this last game, it was Jaden Blue, 10 carries for 121 yards. Red, 9 for 72. And Baxter had 9 for 45. Blue had one of the touchdowns for the Longhorns on the ground. Uh, Ewers in that game against Texas Tech didn't have a great game, 17-26, 196 yards, one touchdown, one interception, but he didn't have to because uh, they won that game 57-7. to uh, Texas Tech's quarterback threw three interceptions, uh, so when you're turning over the ball that, that much, uh, their one rushing touchdown came from their quarterback, uh, Morton, who had negative two yards on the game negative two yards and one rushing touchdown. So if that tells you how they dominated that. But Ewers on the season, uh, I mentioned he didn't do much against Tech, but he has been good this season, 2,709 yards, passing 17 touchdowns, just five interceptions. So not great numbers, but good numbers. He he was injured for a bit. He is healthy now, and and the Cowboys are going to have to stop him if they hope they can win this game. Uh, Pete Mundo actually wrote the – the um, Preview and the prediction for this game His prediction for this game Is Texas 31 Oklahoma State 27 This is what uh, Pete has to say He says Texas has proven It's one of the best teams In college football this season But the Cowboys are not going To go down lightly Mike Gundy teams notoriously play up or down to competition, and he says he expects that again this weekend as they play in their second Big 12 championship game in the last three seasons, but he is predicting Texas to win 31-27. I'm actually going to predict that the Cowboys win this game. I think that they win this game. I'm going to say that they come away with a victory. They save the Big 12 from having to have a champion that is leaving the conference for 2023. I think Oklahoma State wins this game 38-35. to I think they get a last-second Alex Hill field goal in a game that's tied 35-35 to beat Texas and win uh, the national championship. Instead of heartbreak in the final seconds like they saw two years ago, they get to celebrate and see that Texas heartbreak on the other side. They were favored in the Baylor game 2 seasons ago. They are not favored in this game. It is there's no way. It's a 14 and a half point game. Oklahoma State I think can play with Texas and I think they're going to come away with a victory. Again, my prediction 38-35 and I really really hope that that is what comes true. I just do not want to see, and I think the rest of the remaining Big 12 fans and those teams will agree, a team that is leaving the Big 12 win the Big 12 in their final season. Oklahoma State kept Oklahoma from doing it. Now can they keep Texas from doing the same thing? So to wrap up this week's podcast, I want to hit on something quickly, my five favorite moments from the 2023 season for the Cowboys. Number five is Casey Dunn after the 33-6 loss against South Alabama. A a loss that I thought spelled doom for the Cowboys. I certainly thought that uh, they were done. the season was going to be terrible, the team had no identity, Uh, Dunn was a big part of that, and Casey Dunn in the postgame says uh, it was baffling, it was baffling at the time, he says, the Big 12 championship is still in play, well, Casey Dunn was right, Uh, and that puts this moment at number five, Uh, number four for me... Number four for me, and it's only number four because the season turned out, or it only makes this list, I should say, because the season turned out so positively, and we got a chance to win the Big 12 championship. But that's the absolute nightmare of the quarterback carousel at the start of the season. Who was going to start? How much were they going to play? Who were we going to see? Who was going to be the quarterback? Gundy had us guessing for three games. and We thought going to be a fourth against Iowa State, but he figured it out. He went with Alan Bowman, and it paid off at least uh, for the moment. We'll see if it really pays off, and we win the Big 12 championship. Number three is the three-game stretch of K-State, KU, West Virginia, where it's like, oh, hey, if we give this Ollie Gordon guy 20-plus touches, he is pretty good, and good things happen. Gordon, uh, with over 100 yards in the first two games against K-State and KU, and then he goes off in a 14-point victory against West Virginia on the road in Morgantown, going for almost 300 yards, 282 yards and four touchdowns uh, for Ollie Gordon on the ground. That three-game stretch was like, oh, wait, hey, something's brewing here can Oklahoma State actually have a good season? And yes, the answer to that was they can. Number two, the comeback win against BYU and the five rushing touchdowns for Ollie Gordon. It, it got us into the Big 12 Championship. It has to make the list. But it is not over the number one moment of the regular season, and that is winning the final bedlam. It, it is one of the things. We could have been one and 11 and if we that one win would have been against OU and Ben bedlam, it would have been the sweetest thing ever. You win that game, 27 to 24. You're not 111. You're nine and three. You're playing for a Big 12 championship game. You kept OU out of the Big 12 championship. You've soured their season. That is their only loss. They will not play in the college football playoff. They will not play for a Big 12 championship. They, if Oklahoma State wins, won't even get a New Year's Six bowl. So Oklahoma State beats OU and has really soured their season despite only one loss on the season for the Sooners. So those are my top five moments from the 2023 season. And go Cowboys for the Big 12 Championship. I'm Matt Jordan. Thanks for listening to the Pokes Podcast, part of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. We'll talk to you next week.